Thundering in from the left side is the Ram who has become the greatest defensive end in the game. Roger Brown's legendary NFL career was shaped playing defensive tackle for the Detroit Lions and the Los Angeles Rams. During his 10 years in the NFL, the Surrey County, Virginia native was selected to the Pro Bowl six times. At 6'5 and 300 pounds, Brown wreaked havoc on the field. I know when I came into the Lions, I would have paid them to play. His most memorable game was on Thanksgiving Day in 1962 when Detroit played Green Bay. Brown sacked quarterback Bart Starr seven times. Roger Brown roars in on Bart Starr, forcing him to fumble. Brown was named outstanding defensive lineman that same year. He was traded to the Los Angeles Rams in 1967, where he played two seasons before retiring. Roger Brown was inducted into the Virginia Sports Hall of Fame in 1997, the College Football Hall of Fame in 2009, and the Pride of the Lions in 2018. In 2019, he was selected by the Detroit Free Press when ranking Detroit Lions' top 100 players of all time. Act two for Roger Brown was that of a restaurateur. After retiring from football, he opened a chain of eight restaurants in Chicago and three McDonald's franchises in Virginia. He also owned the Cove Taverns in Williamsburg and Newport News, a brewery, and Roger Brown's Restaurant and Sports Bar in Portsmouth. Roger Brown also made it a point to serve the Hampton Roads community. Over the years, he was involved in roughly 20 area organizations, boards, and partnerships, including serving as founder of the Black McDonald's Owner-Operator Association, president of the Southside Boys and Girls Club, and fundraising chair for the Ronald McDonald House Children's Charities. Roger Brown is survived by his wife, Catherine, of 28 years, his children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and many friends. Roger Brown was 84. Six days after Brown's death, another legend left us, actor, director, and filmmaker Melvin Van Peebles. Born in Chicago in 1932, Melvin Van Peebles never saw himself as a filmmaker. After earning his B.A. in literature from Ohio Wesleyan University, he enlisted in the Air Force. When it was time to transition from military into civilian life, Van Peebles took a job as a cable car gripman, a job he wrote about in his first book, The Big Heart. But it wasn't until a passenger recommended he become a filmmaker that he wrote, directed, and produced two short films. The first, Three Pickup Men for Herrick, which was followed by the film Sunlight. When Hollywood rejected his films, he got an invitation from Cinematheque to come to France. The French saw my films and they declared me a genius. And I said, well, wow, find somebody who understands me. <laughs> Van Peebles moved to France, taught himself French, and took several journalism jobs until he was ready to apply for his director's license. It took nine years, but then he cranked out his first feature-length film, The Story of a Three-Day Pass, a story about a black soldier who falls for a white woman while stationed in France. These are some of the guys from the base. Hello. We'll let you get back to your thing. But we'll tell everybody we saw you. It was in this film that Van Peebles used the double dolly shot, an effect that made his characters almost float instead of walk, a technique that almost two decades later would become Spike Lee's signature shot. His next film, The Watermelon Man, was about a white man who turns black and was backed by a major studio, Columbia Pictures, a rarity for a black filmmaker. Columbia would later offer Van Peebles a three-film deal, which he turned down. His next film, which he would write, produce, and star in as Sweetback, 
would create a blueprint for future black films to follow. He then moved to theater, writing two Tony-nominated musicals, releasing seven albums before collaborating with his son, Mario Van Peebles, in the creation of New Jack City. You're incapable of running this Sit your five dollars down before I make change. Melvin Van Peebles is being remembered as a man ahead of his time. He passed away on September 22nd. He was 89 years old. For another view, I'm Lisa Godley.